Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello and welcome to another Toonami Preflight. If you somehow got one of the messages, but not all of the messages, tonight will not, in fact, be a Q&A episode. Jason is incapable of looking at a calendar or remembering details. Uh, so that will be in two weeks from now. Uh, we're it's gonna my do fault, it, yeah. We're going to do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live! That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, we're, but So you guys will be able to call in and ask us questions and talk to us and express your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Please keep them positive. We're very fragile. Maybe um, come to us with our problems. get hurt easily. Problems you have that you might yeah. need advice. So just we're, we're going to be here to answer questions. We don't say they have to be tsunami questions. I guess It'll that's be questions about car purchases, dating we're not, advice. We're not the best people to talk to about cars, though. Uh, I am. Speak for yourself. Okay. I like my car better than yours. Yeah, I'm just saying you don't know shit about cars. I know you shit drive about a nice some car, cars, but like if someone I know is... shit about some cars enough to buy a nice car and drive one, which is more than you know. Okay. Anyway, just saying. Cool. Uh, so we decided to talk about to continue talking about our favorite, well, not our favorite stuff coming in 2018 that we're excited about so far. So far. <laughs> so. Uh, we did last last episode. We did video games, right? Or was it uh, no, movies? Yeah. So this episode, we're going to be talking about TV shows that we're looking forward to in the coming months. Um, That's what we should have done. TV shows you're looking forward to in the coming months. Well, you know. Um, so I'll start. And actually, my first show just came out like last week, but I've only barely begun watching it. And when I wrote my list, I had not watched it at all. I've only watched two episodes, but. Um, it's so far awesome, and I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it. And that is Devilman Crybaby, which is, uh, I hate to give Netflix shine, but it's a Netflix show. And uh, it's um, Masaki Yuasa is the director, and he did Kick Heart, which everybody loves so much when we ran on Toonami. He also did Mind Game, Ping Pong, the animation. He's done an episode of Adventure Time. He did an episode of Space Dandy. He's a well-known... Um, director of anime with a very unusual and particular style. It's super kinetic. It's super colorful. Um, he's just really playful with his animation, and I really like his style, which is why I liked Kickheart, because he just is all about weird visuals. Devilman Crybaby is a sort of reimagining of the Devilman character, which was created by Go Nagai in the 70s. Um, and Devilman, much like a lot of Go Nagai's work, was like really violent, a lot of nudity, you know, like it definitely is. the 70s. Yeah. Um, and this show is super duper violent and has tons of nudity and fan service. Um, it's, but it's super fun and ridiculous. And it basically centers on a main character who is a 
uh, uh, friends with someone who basically gets him to turn into Devil Man, and he was formerly a crybaby who, would, anytime he saw someone cry, he burst into tears. And then after, like, all of a sudden he turns into Devil Man, goes to school, he's a high schooler, he goes to school the next week, and he's suddenly a ripped, tough guy, but sometimes bursts into tears. So it's hilarious, and the animation's wonderful, and I'm definitely looking forward to watching the rest of it. So let's check out the trailer for Devil Man Crybaby. So almost all the footage in that promo was from the first episode um, and makes it feel like more serious. It's a little goofier than that, um, but it, of course, has serious moments. But it's super fun, and it's an anime that I'm excited about uh, watching. Um, and then next up is a show that AMC is going to be airing, uh, and it is based off of a novel from about 2008, which is uh, I really liked. Evidently, the novel was got mixed reviews, which I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Know that yeah, um, and I'm talking about the terror. The novel by Dan Simmons uh, was a bestseller. It was a huge book. It was like 900 pages. Most of the reviews of the book were like it's way too long. But I actually liked the length. It didn't bother me at all. Made it feel epic. But it is based on the true story of an Arctic expedition where two ships got stuck trying to navigate the North Pass, the Northwest Passage. And uh, that passage above Canada froze over and the ships got stuck in the ice. Uh, and everybody on those two, um, everyone on, the, on those died. But the, one of the ships was actually in real life named the HMS Terror, <laughs> which just seems like... Yeah, it you're going like to name your ship the terror. That's like a woo. You know, that's you're really asking for karma to. I guess you're inflicting the terror. Well, I know, but thinking. either way, you're asking for karma to yeah. just give you a blow. So um, the book cons- is basically a fictional reimagining of that real historical event where the two ships, you come into the story in media res and the ships have been stuck in the ice for a year and their provisions are almost gone. And they're sending hunting parties out over the frozen ocean to try to find food. And mysteriously, there's no animals anywhere. They can't find any food, even seals and polar bears. And then crew members start getting attacked by a giant white creature, which is basically the abominable snowman. Um, the Bumble. The Yeti. The Bumble. Um, only he doesn't want his teeth done by a dentist. He wants to sharpen them <laughs> on your face. Yeah. Use them to um, eat you. So it's a little bit of a gothic horror, a little bit of a seafaring book. It's sort of right in the pocket of shit Jason loves. 
Um, and so the idea that they're doing a TV show yeah, is really post-apocalyptic gothic horror. I mean, yeah, there's only one more layer. Um, so Secret. this show is supposedly going to be an anthology, which I think is weird. But I guess, <laughs> I guess, like I, different points of view, maybe. No, I think probably what they'll do is they'll they'll tell this story this season, and next season it'll be some other like. Victorian horror, you know, yeah, some ship like, and some other. Um, so, but the the cast is terrific. Um, the story is terrific. So, I'm definitely going to be tuning in for at least the first couple episodes because it's too much my shit to not do so. There's one trailer that's out um, that doesn't really give you a lot, but it just shows you the basic cast and it's really well cast. So, let's check that out. What happened back there? Our situation is more dire than you may understand. There's nothing to be afraid of. The Discovery Show. So, um, so yeah, it doesn't give you a lot, but the main character is Ciaran Hines, who is... I don't think I would want to go in that hole. One of my favorite actors. Uh, and I'm encouraged that they cast like you know someone who looks like an actual Inuit, like because yeah. there's some Inuit characters. There's a woman Inuit character that's sort of important to the Not story. Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> stay alive no matter what occurs. Um, so that's on AMC, I think, in February. And then uh, next up is the next in the series of uh, short. Uh, Channel Zero um, limited series runs. So this would be season three that's coming. And basically four seasons of this show, Channel Zero, were greenlit by, uh, I think it's on Sci-Fi. And it's six episodes per, or six to eight episodes per season. So they're fairly short seasons. And uh, they're all based on creepypastas, which are online stories, urban legends that people have written up, and um, some of them are anonymous, like Slenderman is a creepypasta. Um, it comes from the name of the board that they used to be posted on back in the day. So all of the seasons are based on different creepypasta that the creator, Nick and Tosca takes and uses as an inspiration to tell a horror story. Uh, seasons one or two, one and two were actually probably, I would say two of the best horror things that have ever been on TV so I'm super excited for Butcher's Block which the idea of the Butcher's Block is that staircases keep appearing in this uh, town and this girl keeps being drawn to them (laughs) and so I just the idea sounds cool and I like the way that the show uses the inspiration of creepypasta some of which are very interesting and like sort of deepens them by adding real characters and stuff uh this season is coming pretty soon i think it's actually in february as well so let's look at the trailer for channel zero butcher's block if I could talk to you about my sister. I took this job for her. We just needed a fresh start. Didn't even matter where. Your worst fear is that you're going to become me, isn't it? I think there's nothing you can do about it. Where have you been? I met a man. The air 
was trembling all around him. There was flies. And they came together all in one voice, and it said, He could fix me. What did you do to my sister? In this place, away from craziness and cruelty, I will help you. Don't you just want to be taken care of? No pain. You'll be fairy. Don't be afraid. Fairy. Hungry. You're changing. Embrace it. Can't, can't wait. Also extremely my shit. Yeah. Um, then uh, next up is something I actually just heard about recently, but um, looks really good. It's a retelling of the Waco uh, David Koresh um, Branch Davidian Branch Davidian incident uh, starring that's Taylor Kitsch from Friday Night Lights as David Koresh. Uh, he makes a good David Koresh. Um, I, uh... Don't think I've ever seen him with glasses on. I know, and Michael Shannon is the uh, FBI negotiator that obviously fails at his job. Uh, I think that's a little <laughs> harsh criticism. Uh, he mean, only just got everybody killed. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were being serious. Um, so let's check out the trailer, which just came out, uh, and I think this looks definitely like something I want to see. <laughs> Jason Shit. look to me to be your leader, to guide you on this journey. But I'm no leader. I'm a follower, just like you. God has instructed me to stay here and wait for his sign. This is our time to prove through suffering that we are worthy of the miracle that's to come. kingdom of heaven is coming. I promise you. So that will be the first original series on the Paramount Network. Call your cable satellite providers to find out where Paramount Network is. It was where Spike TV was, because that's what it is. And Spike TV was G4 Tech TV, mm-hmm. which was Tech TV, which was CNET. So they just keep changing the name and hoping the reshuffle works. But either way, it got us Waco, so I'm excited. Yeah. Um, and then last up is uh, a show that I think is going to appear on Hulu. And it's another anthology series executive produced by Brian Cranston. And it is uh, Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. So it's an anthology series all based on Philip K. Dick stories. And if you don't know who Philip K. Dick is, he's a well-known science fiction writer uh, whose works have been adapted into movies like uh, Through a Scanner Darkly, Blade Runner, etc. He's a really great visionary writer. Uh, favorite 
writer of LP of Run the Jewels fame. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an anthology show. So every episode is going to be different. Kind of they're they're kind of calling it a a black mirror with a little less uh, horror elements. So uh, gray mirror, <laughs> gray mirror. So let's uh, check out the trailer for Electric Dreams. People say we know everything, down to the molecules, the atoms. But here there will always be mystery. What is that? Your vacation. How's your memory? Fuzzy, but it's coming back. I think I will remember everything. Just a passenger. Yes, so we're all passengers here. We're going on a trip. A voyage. Where? Out there. Somewhere. If we do this, there is no going back. I need to talk to someone about my father. Something's going on. You haven't noticed anything unusual since his return? It's just... different. I dreamt you. And I think maybe you dreamt me too. Watching Tsunami <laughs> Preflight instead of streaming. Yeah. When you're done watching Tsunami <laughs> Preflight, if there's nothing on Adult Swim, you can go stream it on Amazon. Um, obviously, it'll be out by the time you see this broadcast. Yeah, I mean, Game Humpers will have already run, so we don't really care. So, yeah, it's fine. Put the um, stream Friday night. And then I have a special bonus that I'm just going to call out real quick, and that is the new season of. Uh, Donald Glover's Atlanta was just released and obviously everyone here in Atlanta loves the show Um, we're all psyched about another season and this time the the theme is it's Robin season yeah because in Atlanta the time around Christmas there's way more break-ins and crime because people know there's houses full of presents so you always hear about more break-ins and somehow that part ties into this season so here's a quick teaser they released i think it aired during the golden Golden Globes. globes yeah so let's check it out Too fast, too fast, ain't no such thing as too fast for me. Even at the speed of light, start to follow. 
Yeah, I don't really like the promo, but I love the show. Yeah, I don't, FX's promos always feel too like ad agency to me, but uh, the show rules. Yeah, it feels like a. It's always like, how do we take the piss out of? Yeah, it's just it's like. I don't like FX's promos. Do better, FX. Pay a better agency. You fucks. Um, and that's it for me, Gil. Well done. Thank you. Uh, first for me is the Coen Brothers' first foray into television series. Oh, man, I'm in Ethan's way. <laughs> uh, and that's The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is going to be a Western anthology. Psyched. Um, I think that's it's Netflix. six episodes. It is Netflix. Fucking Netflix. Turns out that they have a whole shit ton of cash. And they're not <laughs> yeah, afraid eight billion dollars worth. Yeah, throw, show up to people's houses throw and just knock the on the Coens. door and say, even, "Do you like a whole shit ton yeah, of cash?" Even the Coens like bags of money, folks. Yeah. Um, there's nothing out for this yet. Um, so you're Tim just going to enact a scene that you think might be an example of the type of thing no, no, that you'll see. It, you'll see in a second. Oh. Um, Tim Blake Nelson. Is going to be Buster Scruggs. I don't know anything else about it. Liam Neeson's in it. Um, so yeah. What else do you need to know? I don't really need to know um, any more than that. But this Coen's, is a clip. Tim Blake Nelson. This Liam is a clip Neeson. of the Coen Brothers accepting the Oscar for uh, No Country for Old Men for direction. So let's check it out. <laughs> and the um, the Oscar goes to Joel Cohen, Ethan Cohen. No Country for Old Men. <laughs> This is the third Academy Award for Joel Cohen and Ethan Cohen, and their second tonight. I, um, I don't have a lot to add to what I said earlier. Thank you. Um, Ethan and I uh, have been making stories with movie cameras since we were kids. Um, in the late 60s, when Ethan was 11 or 12, he got a suit and a briefcase, and we went to the Minneapolis International Airport with a Super 8 camera and made a movie about shuttle diplomacy called Henry Kissinger, Man on the Go. Um, and... Honestly, what we do now doesn't feel that much different from what we were doing then. Um, there are too many people to thank for this. We're really thrilled to have received it, and we're very thankful to all of you out there for letting us continue to play in our corner of the sandbox. So thank you very much. Pretty great. Um, and... Thankfully, we were able to archive, unarchive that clip from 1978. Uh, I don't know why it looks like shit. Uh, next for me is a Stars upcoming show in a couple weeks called Counterpart um, from the writer of The Jungle Book. Uh, but I love the ever-loving shit out of J.K. Simmons. And I do too, but... The only thing that can make a show better than having J.K. Simmons in it is having two... JK Double the JK. Um, so this seems like a fringy JK, JK Simmons, scenario. Simmons. So uh, let's check out the trailer and then um, we can cross our fingers and hope that this is a good show. Or not, since they're the competition. So whatever. Fuck them. 
I have come to this building every day and done my job. Three decades I've given to this office. But honestly, sometimes it scares me. I don't know what we do here. Have I done something wrong? Someone's walked in from the other side. The other side, I... Whatever you do, don't panic. Hi, Howard. Billy, do you have any idea how lucky you are? No one, no one gets to meet their other. Other? 30 years ago, during the Cold War, it was an experiment. Something went wrong, they opened up a passage. When you go through this door, you come out the other side, you're in another world, identical to ours. There was one reality, and then it duplicated. We share genetics, childhood. I want to know how you became so different. A kill order came out from my side, targeting people on your side. Handle is Baldwin. She's a contract assassin. Your wife may be her next target. We're caught in the middle of something, whether we want to be or not. We should just build a wall and never come back. They hate your side for what you've done to ours. You don't know these people like I do. They don't tolerate mistakes. The last thing you want is me with nothing left to say. Is this JK's Liam Neeson moment? Yeah, I think so. I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully that's going to be good. I uh, like the fringe uh, yeah, concept. The, the parallel, parallel universe, universe thing. What would you do if you universe. met a parallel universe Gil? What would you say to him? We go win bar trivia. Well, <laughs> you wouldn't have any, you wouldn't worry about him sort of replacing you fuck no okay why would we want to do that to ourselves I don't know. would it be like, be like would it be like scott Gills. would it be like scott pilgrim meets yeah, like mega scott he's a great guy yeah we're gonna i got you i just banana pancakes you're kind of a cold-blooded motherfucker so it wouldn't surprise me if you took your double out well saw an opportunity nah okay we wouldn't do that to ourselves cool i'd take your double out i don't know if i believe you on either count so but cool. I just wanted your official on-the-record response of what you would do if you ran into your double. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What would you do? Uh, probably go to brunch. Yeah. Come on. Maybe we I'd could ask go him if the same shit annoyed him that annoys me. That seems to be what consumes most of my time. <laughs> Is, does everything bother you? Does cool. Everything let's bother go, you? Uh, everything let's go does, sit in the quiet. See, that's unfair. That's an unfair. Uh, that's an unfair accusation. Everything doesn't bother me. It's a hyperbole just, just to, make, Gil to think, make the joke. Gil thinks everything bothers me better. because everything about him bothers me, but that, that's a very that's specific. <laughs> All right, so go next, Go to your next show before I break down. Uh, next show for me is also, sadly, a Netflix show. Um, Jesus, dude. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, we didn't pick any Adult Swim shows or any Tsunami shows. <laughs> We're not looking forward to any of our own shit. It felt shit. really pandering. Well, that just feels too, um, yeah, that's so, fun. You know we're looking forward to our shit. Uh, and that is Maniac, which is not <laughs> that Maniac, but it should be. This is one of the first This Maniac 
1970s Maniac is one of the first horror movies I've ever I ever saw. It may be the first horror movie I ever saw. That's a good start. It's a psychotic movie. Yeah, a gross, totally gross movie. Yeah, we're gonna maybe kicked off my love for horror. Gonna have a little uh, little taste, little foreshadowing. Why don't here. you tell us about the show, Maniac? Um, it's based on a Norwegian show. Uh oh, from 2014, and is uh, directed don't. by Kerry Fukunaga. Yeah, uh, and he's gonna do all ten episodes yep. like he Which did is a for good, the first good sign. True Detective. Um, and other than that, I don't it's really. It's kind of a comedy though. Yeah, that's it's, the part it's like that a I'm like, dark comedy. Like Kerry Fukunaga is awesome, but the one thing I would say don't yeah. do if you're Kerry Fukunaga is comedy. Maybe that's. Um, and it's Jonah Hill and Emma Stone in some sort of fantasy dark comedy, um, and we have a clip uh, that's an early shoot from what they're gonna do. So let's oh, nice. uh, let's check let's out check. their screen test. It's gonna be a little like that. I, uh, <laughs> it's a nice light, yeah. fun romp. I uh, I saw that movie when I was eight. That uh, tells you everything you ever need yeah, to know. Pretty much, and I own it on Blu-ray. That should tell you literally I also all, own you, it on need to, all you need to know. Tom Savini blowing up his own head is not. I love Tom Savini to... and his contribution to horror cinema. Um, the next one is an odd duck. 
for me, um, and that is Mosaic, Steven Soderbergh's newest crawling up his ass app TV show. <laughs> yeah, that's scenario. the thing about like I love Steven Soderbergh, but the what this sounds like sounds annoying. The app is out now, and I have zero interest in how it's. It's evidently not a choose-your-own-adventure, even though that's the way everyone describes it. It's They've shot a bunch of stuff, and you sort of dictate. It's not what how the story... It's not what happens. It's who is the protagonist, basically. So it's you're choosing like who you're going along with. But that just seems tiresome and dumb. But they're... But you're looking forward to it. They're putting out an actual old-school... TV show version. 20th century television cut on HBO in a month or two. And that I do yeah. want to see, because I think it's a cool... Like, the world, I think, is going to be he, cool. Is he directing? Yeah, he directed them. Um, I mean, I loved The Nick, so yeah. I'm, I'm ready. If he's directing it, I'm going to have to check it out. So it's odd, because all of the... Everything about it is just what you can do, and that this feels like if this is the way television is going to go, I'm not going to watch TV if that's the way yeah, TV goes. Like this is just get to the point where you're just jabbing the quarter inch cable into your head, and it just programs into your brain and stop all this half stepping. Um, but in the meantime, let's check out our sister company HBO's promotional foray <laughs> into the Mosaic. Steven Soderbergh and HBO present a new storytelling experience. A story that you navigate. There he is. Right there. What do you think? A story that lets you go deeper. Joel, hey, I want to come clean about some things. To see the bigger picture. A story with multiple perspectives. And when it's all over, you'll want to look again. And again. And again. Mosaic, a new storytelling experience. Learn more at watchmosaic.com. Storytelling experience. Pass. Get out of here. Um, but I do want to see the series and then maybe <laughs> then go back. Try one of the apps yeah. and, and when I watch it again and it's layered, I can it's, get the yeah. real full meaning. I'll um, let you tell me how that is. Cool. And last is a Hulu upcoming series um, based on a shit ton of Stephen King stories called Castle Rock. That's an anthology, and they're going to have characters from It, Dolores Claiborne, Needful Things, Salem's Lot, Shawshank Redemption, Dreamcatcher, Night Shift, Green Mile, Misery, Hearts in Atlantis, The Shining, Mangler, Four Past Midnight, Different Seasons, Nightmare and Dreamscapes, and The Night Flyer. Did you have to read them all? No, but we're uh, a little short today, so uh, I got to stretch it out. Adding it. Uh, sign from the director. So gotcha. we're just, that's uh, Gil patting it out. I can't even see anybody's face in the. Oh, here, here he is. Dark. He's actually saying <laughs> shrink. Now I'm getting the. Yeah. Hurry less, up! Just shut less, the fuck up yeah. and move on. There's going to uh, be a, a hook that yeah, just yanks you. Out. The music just pods up yep. and uh, we hear it. Doesn't so play you off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's check out the trailer for Council Rock and see if maybe it's something we want to check out.
have no idea what's happening here, do you? Yeah, I don't really have any idea what's happening, but I want to check it out and yeah. learn more. If you like Stephen King, which I do, yeah. so check it out. So those are some of our whatever favorite something TV shows. TV shows we're looking to. forward to. Yeah. Uh, let's check out the Adult Swim Facebook picks for... Ah, Fully Cooly 2, Venture Brothers. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you like both of those. One yeah. Punch Man Season 2, I'm also looking forward to. I'm looking forward, forward to all of those. Attack on Titan Season 3, yep. Westworld Season 2, all good choices. Um... Personally, I was trying to find not the next season of something when I yeah, was picking that's what it, we, that that's what we were thinking, but obviously yeah. you guys were thinking, what's the next season of a show I really like? Right. Um, which, which is fine. Yeah. It's your Facebook account. You can do what you want with it. <laughs> Let's uh, look at the Toonami picks for 2018. Fully Cooley, One Punch Man, My Hero Academia, Overlord, and Attack on Titan. All returning yeah. seasons. I'm glad Fully Cooley's at the top. Strong work. So uh, now we can move on to our sneak peek, sneak peeks of the week. Uh, first up is a promo for this week's episode of Dragon Ball Super, uh, Saturday night at twelve at ten thirty p.m. And this is the beginning of the Future Trunks. Next week will be okay. Next week, so this is the one right before Future Trunks starts up. So let's check that out. On the next all new episode of Dragon Ball Super. Hey, Faker! If you're gonna be like me, at least learn to take a hit! You do realize that if Goku doesn't win this fight, you're gonna die, right? If it means losing because I fought like a chump, I'd rather be dead than live with that shame. That's better. Dragon Ball Super, this Saturday at 10.30. Fight, Kakarot! Why aren't you doing better against that pale imitation of me? Which side is he on anyway? Only Toonami on Adult Swim. Looks like fun. Yeah. Um, and then, as you guys have heard, Space Dandy's coming back for a second run on Toonami. Victory lap, as it were. And here is our promo for that, which premieres this this Friday? No. Is that when this airs? The promo premieres? No, no, no. The, the show. No, Toonami's on Saturday, first No, one. no, sorry. <laughs> and then uh, it'll be in two weeks. Okay. In two weeks on 127 at 2.30 a.m. Let's check out the promo. Like it says right down yeah, I just didn't know how soon, yeah. how close that was to yeah. the broadcast. No one out dandy, space dandy. A flair for the dramatic. Let's dance! A love for the ladies. Well, hello there, beautiful. And one sweet head of hair. Yeah! That's the dandy way. No idea. Get away! Commence pursuit at once! Oh, yeah! Bring it on! From the creators of Soul Eater, Full Metal Alchemist, and Cowboy Bebop, Toonami welcomes back Space Dandy, January 27th at 2.30. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. That voiceover guy is funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, next up, Dana uh, has a little sort of piece about her uh, Sarah toy figurine that you could get in the... Uh, b- b- Box Boulevard. That was called Box Boulevard. Yeah. I believe Tsunami Box. Box was the consumer-facing uh, <laughs> But it's from the company is Box Boulevard, yeah. right? So let's check out Sarah, uh, Sarah reviewing Sarah's figurine. Hey, everybody. It's Dana Swanson, a.k.a. Dana is a girl, a.k.a. the voice of Sarah. And I wanted to talk to you today about my favorite thing from 2017. Uh, 2017 was a bit of a hard year to really understate it. Um, but it's really important to think about the good things. I went to a lot of conventions and represented Toonami. I got to meet a lot of fans. Uh, and 
the coolest thing to me was that a Sarah etched figurine got made. Um, I love this thing. This is apparently the only version in the building. This is the prototype um, that Sean Moore gave me, and it is awesome. I think it's so cool. Um, it's got like all this beautiful detailing on it, and I just never thought in my life that I would be voicing a character that had a had some sort of toy made after it. Like I keep calling this a toy. Um, it maybe isn't, but it is in in my heart, I guess. So hey guys, I'm here with somebody who's normally behind the scenes on Toonami Pre-Flight, Sean Moore. Hello. What is the actual terminology for it? Um, the actual terminology is just etching in glass. It is laser cut in the glass. Well, I love the Retro Man figures that came out. Uh, with Tom, and then there was like Sarah on the box, but this is huge for me because Sarah's been kind of a floating head for most of the iterations. Exactly, and this was this was the perfect iteration for her mm -hmm. because you know, much like the Tom toy that we came out with, Sarah was tricky because, like you said, she was a floating head. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time she's taken shape where we were like, oh, she's just light. Oh. So how can we encase her figure within light? It's so cool. Like I just, I love the detail on it. I love everything about it. I love that you can shine light through it. Um, where did you get the idea to do this? Really, it's that. It's what would fit best for this character. Um, and given that she's not real, physical, tangible things, she's not real or physical or tangible within this. She's reflecting light. Uh, even though it was in a tangible box, yeah, that you could order. that's right, little, little tangible box. So if our uh, if our fans want to get their hands on one of these, <clears> how <throat> could they do it? They go to the adultswimbox.com, and that's where they should still be able to order the tsunami box. You spent like most of last year working on that box. Yeah, that was a that was a big uh, big project. Yeah, <laughs> I have not built a box in a long time. And it's a multi-layered interactive box, so it's designed where... It's you, not just a cube. That's right. You actually dive within the ship. You go with inside the Vindication. It's a journey. I bet you didn't know that, and now it's something you know. Is there anything else that you want to say about the box or about Sarah before we go? Um, I hope the fans enjoy it. Um, I had it in mind uh, for the fans because I'm like, if, if me being the fan that I am, if I could get my hands on the Toonami goodies, how would they be? So that's what I had in mind. Yeah, and to me, this this feels like um, it feels like a piece of art. It feels like something that um, our fans have kind of like gone from. Uh, maybe a lot of them are, are younger people that used to watch this after school, and then now it's grown with them to something that they watch after the bar. <laughs> and and yeah. so I feel like this has sort of grown with their tastes. Like this and the retro band figure are both things mm -hmm. that that sort of seem like. A piece for adults to enjoy. Absolutely. Which is super cool. And now I can go off camera, break something. Oh no! Look, we got a little, two little prototypes together. Ooh! Look so at this, that team. So this is the prototype? This was the very, 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 uh, very first one. Yep. And you gave it to me. And this was the prototype for that little guy. <laughs> that is so cool. Let's get this close up. Let's get uh, You want them, not me. Say bye, Sean. Bye, Sean. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Back to you, Jason and Gil. Nice. Definitely the coolest thing in the box, yeah. I think. Shout out to Sean.
who is our crew member who helped put that together and make sure it was a cool item. Um, single tears now running down. I don't. Cheap for the <laughs> I don't first have. I still don't have paid. mine yet, which is fucked up. But mm, uh, now we're back into. Well, that's not his fault necessarily. I blame you. I don't know why. Just because you're there. Cool. Uh, and then Makes finally, uh, this week we have uh, the Adult Swim single uh, that we just dropped on Wednesday, and that is from the artist Anna Meredith. I think one year you should just do one single for the year. Just and one. It's just the Adult Swim the single. The Adult Swim single program. Just the definitive the single, single. Single serving single. Yeah. It's just a Run the Jewels song. Right. Just, that's all you get. Um, so this week's Adult Swim single was Callion, which is a new song by Anna Meredith who's a composer. She sort of makes electronic music that also uses elements of traditional scoring uh, orchestral stuff, and she has samples. It's it's really interesting. Uh, I really love her music, and so I'm psyched that she was uh, happy to be a part of uh, the program. She also is a big Toonami fan, believe it or not, even though she's from the UK, which is crazy. You don't run into a lot of Maybe she was UK. A, was she a fan of the UK Toonami no, that was no, no, no. on for 18 months? No one was a fan of the UK Toonami. Yeah. Um, so she made this song Shout for us. UK Toonami. And it premiered uh, Wednesday at noon, like they always do. So you can check this out at adultswim.com slash singles, along with the other 38 or some odd tracks we've released so far this year, and come back next Wednesday at noon for next week's track but for now let's sample a little bit of Anna Meredith's Callion. Awesome. She's awesome. Um, Hopefully, we'll have her back again. And that wraps up shit we had to talk about. You got anything else you want to get off your chest? No, I think that was the most perfect way to wrap up this episode. Cool. Uh, Really just spoke from your heart. I appreciate it. And you let it flow. I think you're being sarcastic. Not at all. Enjoy your uh, summer streaming of uh, (laughs) what was the show that was starting tonight? Oh, uh, uh, Electric Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Head on over to... Head on and have some... Go have some electric dreams. There's a bunch of stuff happening on the Adult Swim streams. There's a poker tournament Saturday and a simulcast of um, Hot Streets, new show that we're looking forward to in 2018 on Adult Swim. So in between electric dreams episodes, you can look at the Adult Swim streams. So just... uh, You got more than one device. Yeah, it's fine. You'll figure it out. Good luck. Good luck. Toonami. Every Saturday night from 10.30 p.m. to 4 a.m. Thank you.